1967, Roland Barthes wrote La Mort de l'Auteur, The Death of the Author, an essay proclaiming that the opinions of an author on what his text may mean are irrelevant to the interpretation of said text. In 2020, Julian and Magnus Dora decided that the author's abilities are just as irrelevant. This is Kill the Author. Hello and welcome back to Kill the Author, the podcast that totally releases every second week. Like, uh, man, I can't. I, I I'm running out of jokes. I'm running out of. Yeah, we totally have a bi-weekly release schedule. Jokes. Let's just not do that. Let's just not do that. I mean, it's it's been like what half a year. That's nothing. And I mean, we finally have like our full release network again. We can release to all of the platforms we released the first few episodes to. So, uh, if you're only listening to us on those platforms, we are bi-weekly again, because we released the last few episodes, like, bi-weekly there. And also, you're probably wondering, hey, what are they talking about with all that? We're not releasing bi-weekly. They are. What? What's going on there? We are on every platform Mm -hmm. except for YouTube. Yeah. I remember that I... What was it? I made a joke. Uh, You you made a joke at the pool episode. Mm. That was three episodes ago. Like how in order to never be able to go to a swimming pool again, I got my foot surgeryed on. Mm. Yeah, uh, this was more than a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> like I have since recovered and I've since had surgery on my foot again and <laughs> recovered again. On the other foot and it was yes. also a tumor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Things are happening. Uh, on the topic of things happening, uh, not this episode. I mean, okay, things happened in this episode. Like, on the one hand, a lot happened in this episode, and on the other hand, it was kind of just the things that happened at the end of last episode, but stretched. I think we said something like this about the last one, Mm. how, like, at the same time, nothing is happening and a lot is happening. Yeah. Because, like, I think the reason we see a lot happening is because we give this ridiculous level of detail to this entire show. Because the way I remember the show, fucking nothing happens. For, like, the middle of the show. And I think we only see stuff happening now because we look at it through, like, this magnifying glass that this podcast is sort of built around. The way that the last episode ended was with Kotonoha slapping Sekai in the face. Yes. I, I When I watched the first scene of the first episode, I was briefly... Uh, the first scene of this episode, I was briefly for a second like, wait, what's the setup to this? Ah, I remember. Okay, I see. Yeah. She was slapped in the face. Yeah. Um, we're a bit later now in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are now outside at night on a playground with Sekai and Setsna. Mm. I I don't exactly know how this came to be. My my interpretation is it is the same night. Yeah, like sure. Sekai called Setsna, hmm. and Setsna having only one purpose in life, being there for Sekai. Yeah, maybe she didn't call her. Setsna's supernatural Sekai powers Setsna, just called her. No, Setsna has just been following her this entire time. And now that Kotonoha went away, she joined her. Have you ever seen Setsna alone in any scene? Yes. Actually. In this episode. Yeah, I mean before. <laughs> Maybe? Exactly. It's been a little bit. Also, like some uh, something I wrote down for this first scene is... Like the first shot, I dead-ass thought that was Kotonoha. 
And only with like the reverse shot to Setsuna, I realized, oh, that's Sekai. I get it yeah. now. Because the I, forgot how, I forget how samey these character designs are. So they are on some sort of playground in this scene. And uh, they're having the good old argument about mm. se- relationship status. Yeah. Basically, Sekai says that she ran into Kotonoha. Though uh, she specifically calls her Makoto's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then the obvious response is, but you're Makoto's girlfriend. <sighs> yeah, the usual. Um, I wrote a little I'm in hell there in the corner. Sakai denies that this is true. Uh, Cessna sees through the ruse, whatever, who cares. Um, and Sakai says that there's nothing that she can do. That's just how things are. And then uh, Cessna alludes that I guess she's going to find out herself what yeah. he really thinks. Also, like, something that really shone through to me in this episode, like, in how Setsuna is characterized, she just... The way she talks is like she doesn't understand that someone can sleep with two people. Later scenes in this episode will sort of go in a different direction, but in this episode, it sounded... Like, in this scene specifically, it sounded so much like Setsuna is just like, no, he... He can't be with Kotonoha. I mean, you were at his house before. Like, what the fuck? Isn't that how everyone talks in the show? Yes. <laughs> but it's been a bit. Makoto's just having a fun polyamorous relationship that no one is enjoying except for him. <laughs> is a polyamorous relationship where you're the only one who's aware that they're in a polyamorous relationship? Isn't that just cheating? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible excuse. <laughs> I'm no, not... baby, we're in a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> I'm not cheating on you. I just didn't tell you yet. <laughs> you're cool with that, right? So after that, we get the intro. Uh, it's the same as always. I wonder if someday something will actually happen in the intro. Actually, like, this oh, this time the opening, like, felt like a punch in the face. Because, like, I didn't remember that much. We had, like, this very quiet somber scene before the It was such a break in tone. It was really... Uh, it really hit me hard. Also, like, in that scene at the start, this is a small thing, but Setsuna makes... Uh, ominous comment about her not having much time left uh, yeah. in regards to uh, Sekai. And we'll find out later in this episode mm-hmm. why. Uh, I think we're gonna be discussing Setsuna's motives a bit more in this episode. Mm. Especially in the second half. Mm. It's a bit more about that there. Yeah, But not yet. Mm. Uh, now we get a scene in <laughs> in Makoto's class <laughs> according to my notes. <laughs> Welcome to Makoto's class. Makoto class. <laughs> Classroom number four. (laughs) Also, like, uh, this scene is another case. This happens to me every episode now, where I have to Google what uh, Tetsuke, Taisuke. Taisuke. I I forget his name every time. I also have to make sure it's not Taisuke, but we've had this before. I have to Google his name. I know his name starts with T, and that's Mm. everything that I have. All I wrote down is, uh, Taisuke is here, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Taisuke is there, and he's loud. And he, he specifically says... To Makoto, you're still with Kotonoha, I hear. Yeah. I thought you broke up. Uh, and he believes this because she said so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, you know, yeah. that's reasonable. That's a reasonable reason to believe that. Yeah. 
And Makoto's being his regular, extremely smarmy self about whether or not they are in a relationship. He's like, ah, ha, ha, there's multiple points of interpretation. Yeah. You're taunting us. You're taunting us with his multiple points of interpretation shit. He's this is for us. <laughs> He's addressing us. He can go fuck himself. He says, like, you know, sometimes a man and a woman in a relationship have different views onto how what the relationship is. Sometimes the man says, we're in a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, sure, maybe that's true. But, like, uh, you shouldn't disagree on whether you are in a relationship yeah. at all. That, that seems kind of uh, strange. That seems kind of unhealthy. I have literally nothing else to say about this scene. No. <laughs> Taisuke kind of runs off and makes some dumb comments like, well, you sound like a professional in this already. You're drifting so far away from me. Uh, fuck Taisuke. Yeah, just Taisuke Makoto have a relationship, maybe. I don't care. I, I, mm. Just fuck Taisuke. Also, Setsuna is there. And, oh, yeah, and uh, she's looking ominously. Yeah, she's looking ominously, which is like... In this episode, she does this like does. six times. Yeah. Setsuna looks ominously, and Setsuna says that... Makoto is with Sekai. That's the two things she does. It's also the two things she does in this episode. So the next scene is in Setsuna's house, Sekai's house, and she flashbacks what happened at the end of the last episode. The aftermath of the slap. Immediately following it. And I thought this was interesting, because I think this is like the first real confrontation between these characters on their own in a while. Yeah. Um, And basically, Kotonoha is... Rightfully angry. Yeah, and she knows what's going on mm-hmm. at this point. And she tells her to please stay away from him. Mm-hmm. Which, this is a strange way of phrasing this. Yeah, I. this is probably the scene in this episode that I wrote the most about yeah. uh, in my mm-hmm. notes. Like, I, uh, we, we've talked about this before, but people are just incapable of blaming Makoto. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For the right. things that he does. Yeah. Like, uh, the way she really frames this conversation is not how could you and Makoto, but how could you and you should stay away from Makoto. Like, like he's a dog and she's holding a piece of meat to him. Like, he doesn't have any agency in this. It's, it's phrased in a way where it really seems like Makoto has no agency in this. Like, all of it is up to Sekai and he's just gonna fucking jump on her if she comes too close to him. What I also found interesting about the scene while we're already at it is um, Sekai's perspective to this. Because, like, basically the only defense Sekai gives in this situation is that she did what she did because Makoto needed her. And that's why she went to him. Which, I don't know, I feel like Sekai's excuses usually come down to, you know, uh, I'm an empath. Like, uh, that kind of direction of a person. Like, uh, I'm just seeing people around me and trying to improve their lives. Like, how she got Makoto and Kotonoha together. And how she now goes to Makoto because, ah, Makoto isn't happy in this relationship. So, I have to help him with everything. And she, like, constantly tries to be the supportive person. But, like, she does pretty terrible shit. And, like, yes... Makoto has agency in this situation and yes it's also Makoto's fault but like it feels also like she doesn't really like want to acknowledge her part in this that what she did is wrong like she does that later with Setsna but she never does this in this conversation at least from uh, what I remember of it also I wrote down a pretty raw line in this uh, context where uh, Kotono says to her I thought you were a good person that's just Oof. That just yeah. hit hard. So the next scene is at school the next mm-hmm. day. 
um, at a board meeting once again mm-hmm. for the uh, for the festival probably. Oh yeah. Uh, the teacher explains that it begins in two days. This is wi- still within the confines of this episode, the yeah. festival. Uh, and you can clearly see Makoto avoid Kotonoha's view. Like, she's looking at him and she mm. looks down at his nose. Mm. She, she doesn't want to look at her. Uh, Setsuna is there and she's unhappy. She yes. looks mad because that's what it she does. Setsuna, and yeah. we kind of just get a scene that we, we've we already had. I wrote down the Setsuna Kotonoha Makoto scene repeats. That's what I wrote down. Yeah. Basically, Kotonoha asks Makoto uh, if they want to go home together. Uh, he says, he can. Then Setsuna says, no, he can't. Yeah. Whatever. He says, yes, I can. And then, no, we need to, like, fucking inspect the classroom. Yeah. We Can't we do this tomorrow? No, this is an obvious excuse. Of course we can't. Yeah. Also, like, what I wrote down about this scene, what I thought was interesting is... Um, with the scene before, with, like, the... Uh, Mako- uh, Kotonoha looks at Makoto and Makoto looks away... In that scene, right? Like, Makoto acts in this scene with Setsuna and Kotonoha together like he has no idea why he shouldn't go home with Kotonoha. Like, he's completely oblivious to what's going on. But, like, he looked away when Kotonoha looked at him before. Like, he clearly knows what's going on here. Like, he's sending the mixiest of signals. (laughs) Kotonoha asks if she can just wait for him. But Cessna says it's going to be like two hours, whatever. Yeah, of course, inspecting a classroom, for sure. Oh, yeah, also, remember Dutch angles? <laughs> <laughs> we get like an 80-degree rotation of the camera to the left. Mm. It's like, while I was watching this, I was had to flip my head to this side completely <laughs> to see what's going on. Mm. <laughs> I wrote down something, actually, like, I think for the, for the next scene, where I actually wrote down something about how the scene is framed. Mm, interesting. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm just grasping for straws because I need anything to be interesting, but you know. So basically, Setsuna says, uh, is really walking home with Kotonoha more important to you than preparing for the festival? And then Kotonoha goes like, no, it's fine. And I was mad at that because I wanted Makoto to make that excuse. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, no, no, it's it's fine, it's fine. And then she apologizes, mm-hmm. which is all she ever does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, in the next scene after, which is just a really short scene in the classroom, Makoto actually kind of defends Kotonoha. Because mm-hmm. he, like, asks Setsuna, why why do you have to be like this to Kotonoha? Why are you always so rude to her? Mm-hmm. And, like, because, like yeah, Makoto. Yeah, you don't know, my yeah, dude. Sure. Yeah, sure. Sure, hypocrite. <laughs> also, like, right after this is where I think this scene gets interesting. And it's, like, the most interesting part of the episode. Which is... Setsna basically puts the conflict in black or white in this scene. Like, she goes, Okay, Makoto, Sekai or Kotonoha? You have to choose. Which one do you choose? Which is, I think, important to have that moment in this episode. So, yeah, this is what mostly happens in this scene. Yeah. Setsna asks Makoto, Okay, seriously, what is your relationship to these? Who do you want to be with? And then he summarizes the plot. Like, he just says... At first, I wanted to be with Kotonoha, but now I don't like it anymore, and I want to be with Sakai because I like her more, and I like being around her more. Mm. Like, I know. I knew this already. Yes, but, like, to have it be... I mean, I'm sure that was talked about before, right? But to have Makoto, like, finally putting it out there, like, this is kind of... This feels, in this moment, like Makoto finally, like, making his choice. And there's going to be something that kind of works against that later in this episode. But this is kind of the point where he, like, decides, okay, Sekai, to me. 
Like, he verbalizes it to Setsuna. And while there are other scenes between him and Kotonoha later in this episode, they feel more like he's coming from a place of, okay, I'm not with Kotonoha anymore. Which, you know, in this situation, it's a good thing. It's just he should let her know. <laughs> he should kind of let Kotonoha know about yeah. that. Uh, this is because I was talking about Setsuna's motivations here. Mm. Uh, like, Se what Setsuna does all the time is she always tries to keep Makoto away from Kotonoha mm -hmm. and get him to be with Sekai. What I'm wondering is why why is she not trying to get Makoto to like break up with Kotonoha mm. or telling Kotonoha that they're supposed to break up or something. Yeah. She always just wants them to not be near yeah. each other. Like isn't her goal that Makoto that Sekai and Makoto are together, not Kotonoha? Mm -hmm. Why isn't she making them break up? She like always specifically is not doing this. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, like, the way she phrases the question in this episode, too, is not in a way of, like, you know, uh, you're breaking up with Kotonoha now, but in the way of, okay, neutrally, who do you like more? I like Sekai more. Why do you like Sekai more? Because of this and that. So you're going to be with Sekai now. But not in a way of, okay, you're not going to be Koton with Kotonoha now anymore. And I think I know why. I think I know why okay. she phrases it like this. And it's because this is a fucking visual novel. Like, I'm pretty sure that goes back to the game roots and they just didn't fix that for the anime. Because in a visual novel, you don't break up with people. You just only get together with one. This is, again, like, we've talked about this a little bit before, but this is that the anime follows the way you play the game is really to its detriment. Because in the game, you would, like, try to, of course, get as far as uh, possible with as many characters as possible so you can finally, if some of the roots don't work, get to that one route that works the best for you. Uh, but, like, that is not how human relationships work. That's how a fucking visual novel video game works. Like, my explanation for why she's not trying to really break them apart was lazy writing. Yeah, so that, so that the course. conflict can go on forever. I mean, it's, it is lazy, lazy writing, but I think it's lazy writing that can be brought back to that. I think it's lazy writing that can be brought back to that's how it works in the game. And they just never bother to fix that. <laughs> they never bother mm -hmm. to adapt that. Two more minor things about the scene. Uh, there's another ridiculous Dutch angle to the right. Um, and the, around the end of the scene, there's this really weird thing where we get a shot of people outside in gym class in, like, sunset. Mm. Um, and I'm thinking, uh, oh, okay, so we're moving to a different scene. But then we're just back in the classroom. <laughs> yeah. They just basically just... It's like they it's like they were lacking a shot of the classroom, so they just used something else. Actually, like, I have something <laughs> written down about that shot of the classroom. It's a very minor thing, but it's, like, the only interesting thing I could latch onto in this scene. Uh, and that's the positioning of the characters. Because where Makoto stands at the back of the class is basically where he always sits in class and where he doesn't pay attention and swaps notes with Sekai all the time. While Setsuna has taken the position of the front of the class. She's standing in the teacher position. Uh, and she's mm. the one who, is, who, like, begs the question to Makoto. Who, like, sort of forces him to confront that thing that he's been avoiding all this time. Like, in the same way that... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually bringing this back to something that means something. Uh, do you know how in all of the classroom scenes, the teacher calls out Makoto for not paying attention? Yes. 
this is what's happening here. We have Setsna in the teacher position, taking the role of the adult in the room, calling Makoto out for like just going with the flow. No, you have to choose. You have to choose this or that. Like he, she calls him to attention in the same way that the teacher does. Brilliant visual metaphor in how the framing of the scene was handled. Uh, very interesting, yeah. <laughs> Definitely intentional. I mean, uh, I choose to believe it is. Yes, that's the point. That's the point. So, in the next scene... Oh, yeah, right. At the end of the scene, um, she just lets him go mm. uh, to be with Sekai. Yeah. Not to, like, I don't know, break up with Kotonoha, to just go to Sekai and keep pushing the problem no, away. No, breaking up is not something that people think about. It's not an option. In this show. I was I was actually thinking on the topic of breaking up. I was thinking that when Makoto said to Taisuke earlier in the episode, "Some people have different perspectives on relationships." Does he mean that he doesn't think he was ever in a relationship with Kotonoha? Like, does he think they're just dating and haven't actually been in a relationship, and that's why he doesn't feel the need to break up with her? I don't know. Maybe Makoto has just a different understanding of her relationship. Like, I'd have to go back throughout the episode, but, like, does he ever do anything that shows that he thinks he's in a relationship? Does he ever ever say we're in a relationship? Because, like, it would be very oblivious of him not to notice that Kotonoha constantly says the uh, the word boyfriend and girlfriend. But... I know. I don't know. That might be an explanation or something like that. I'm Maybe grasping to straws. But basically, yeah, that's that's what this scene comes down to. And then in the end, Makoto leaves. So the next scene is at Sekai's house, where Makoto is now going, and uh, he writes Sekai a message. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Wait, you might did think I he does, did but he I doesn't. interpret the scene wrong? I thought about it for a second, but no. Uh, we see at the end of the that little scene, um, we see Setsna in the classroom with her phone open and yeah. a message on it. Yeah, she d- sent the message. Yeah, okay. That- she sent the message that Makoto was about to show up at her house and that he would be too much of a pussy to ring the doorbell. Yeah, apparently. That, yeah, probably. That I did not understand. Yeah, because he stands in front of her door and he wants to ring the doorbell, but then he uh, he hesitates, he doesn't. And at the same time, inside, Sekai gets a message in my assumption from Setsuna and gets the door and he's just been standing there for five minutes, I guess, not doing anything. This is so pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why, why is anyone helping him? I don't understand. He's... This is the ultimate case of, like, harem anime principle, right? Like, why would anyone? Why does... Not only why does this guy have, like... At this point, as far as we know, two women who want to get with him. But, like, why does he have one? (laughs) So then Sekai opens the door Mm -hmm. and Makoto goes inside. And then, like, I don't know, she, like, changes clothes. She's, like, in another room while he perverts over her clothes... Yeah, he uh, leers at her reddish <sighs> uniform. Let's just skip that part. He, like, uh, says some dumb comments about a pajama. Uh, Sekai. I have I made a note about that. Sekai notes that her mom isn't home. Yeah. Sekai has a mom? She has a mother. <laughs> with name drop. <laughs> she lives with a parent? I, I deadass thought she lived alone. I deadass yeah. did not think she has parents that live with her. No one has parents. 
in I this mean, anime. Like, okay, we have mention of her parents and we have heard the voice of Kotonoha's mother. Okay, we have two people who have confirmed moms now. A whole two parents. <laughs> A whole two parents for all of our characters combined. Um, it is revealed that she didn't go to school that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she says she was she wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I wrote down. Technically, Kotona had told her not to get near Makoto. Yeah, she didn't. Not going to class means she didn't get near him. So technically, she didn't. Makoto she came did. to her. She did not break her. Whatever you call this, when you're like legally not allowed to be near someone. <laughs> <laughs> restraining order. Yeah. She did not break her restraining order. <laughs> Sekai, please, find a restraining order. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's the solution. Everyone should find a restraining order. Can we, find a, rest- can we find a class action lawsuit? <laughs> all the people for all of mankind. <laughs> I, was, I was hurt by the anime. Like, uh, I didn't mention this before. I mentioned this before, when, like, right after I watched the episode. But getting back to this show literally hurt me. I got emotional damages from watching this episode. I had forgotten how much this hurts. <laughs> Especially this part of the show. And, uh, like, this scene continues. I-, I think up to this point, there was a lot of stuff in this episode where I actually thought, ah, okay, the plot is kind of moving forwards with Makoto accepting uh, stuff. And, like, if I didn't remember what the rest of the show was like, I might be thinking we're moving towards a resolution. But... From this scene onwards, this half of the episode just infuriated me. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, Sekai explains to Makoto what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, how how she ran into Kotonoha and she, like, freaks out. And he gets mad at her. Like, I, this I, I, that's why I told you not to leave. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> he gets mad at her for meeting Kotonoha after the scene he caused there. Yeah, and then then Sekai goes like, uh, "This what we're doing is wrong, right? This is not okay." Yeah, and, and then he responds, "What? What do you mean? It's Isn't fine. this what you want as well? Isn't this okay?" Yeah, yeah. You, there is a Kotonoha, maybe not not as far not Makoto's brain. Just something that I want to get back to at this point because like what he literally says to her is, um, "Like, isn't this what you want?" Which again brought me back to this idea of a visual novel. Where, like, he's he's basically playing the Kotonoha and the Sekai path right now. And uh, isn't this what you want to as well? Sounds to me like, you know, he's trying to fulfill her conditions for dating. Didn't I do the right thing in this situation? I mean, maybe it says something deeper about dating in general and dating being like a game. I don't know, just throwing out stuff here. Maybe it's a metaphor. Grasping at straws. Yeah, grasping at straws is the title of this episode. Like, Makoto is absolutely incapable of understanding that what they're doing is is wrong and unfair for Kotonoha. Yeah. This is what I came away with in this scene. Mm-hmm. And then and then the end of, end of the scene, she just starts making out with her. No, he doesn't. I mean, okay, he starts making out with he her. He tries. He kisses her. He tries, her. yeah. He kisses her and tries to, you know, like, get her on the floor and Do the just thing. fuck her right there and then, right? But uh, the, uh, in the process, he spills the green tea. Uh, I'm learning Japanese again right now. That's Ochai, Ochai, I think, is green tea. Uh, I'm, I'm learning Japanese right now. Uh, he, the, uh, the Ochai spills over and Sekai just has to get up. Like he says, oh, we can leave that for later. And she has to get up and put it away. And he's on the ground there like, oh, oh like man. He, he's, he, ah. 
Like, mm. ah, I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is supposed to be funny or tragic. You never know with this show. Yeah, I mean, like this especially infuriates me with something that happens a little bit later in this episode. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Mm. Um. So next we get uh, something something very similar to what we had before. An establishing shot of some lamp outside, still mm -hmm. dark. And then we move back to the exact same place that we just left mm -hmm. again just later. So, exactly. I was just going to say, there's a scene at the party at the end of the room. Yeah. Uh, where it cuts from the party to an establishing shot of San Francisco and then back to the party. Yeah. <laughs> it's just pointless. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, I know. I know that we are here. <laughs> you showed me. I actually had to go back and make sure that they're still at the same location. Mm. But they are. This is Sekai's bedroom. Yeah. They're still there. Yeah. But yeah, now Setsuna's there. That's the difference. Makoto's gone, Setsuna's there. It's just to show the time has passed, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe that's what this shot in the room was for. I don't remember. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but like the time that passed in the room was like two minutes, maybe. <laughs> Nothing significant had changed. So yeah, here we have Sekai and Setsuna in the room now. Let me summarize this scene really quickly, okay? Uh, let's do that together. You play the part of Sekai and I play the part of Setsuna, all right? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Just if you remember the scene the same way I do, this will work out. No, okay, okay. Let's let's do it the other way around. I'm sick. Uh, I'm sick. Okay. Setsna. Okay. Um did your did your talk with Makoto go well? Hmm. I don't see where this is going. It's the entire scene is just Setsna saying stuff to Sekai and she's like, "Hmm. So, uh, did you talk to Makoto?" Hmm. Will he break up with Kotonoha now? Hmm. Like this, this is all that's going on. I also, like, I just realized, like, they talk about breaking up. Yeah, in they scene. did. <laughs> I was just gonna say they do mention the concept of breaking up. So that means Setsna actually does want them to break up. Yeah, she's okay. aware of the option. She's aware of the possibility of a breakup. No, she's just being mysterious. I guess. <laughs> I guess, like, maybe she wants Makoto to do it on his own. But like, Makoto has shown that he can't do anything on his own. But yeah, like. Mm. And Sekai responds to, will he break up with Kotonoha now with a yes, basically. Yeah, she just says yes, which is what? a lie. What? <laughs> what the fuck? You, did, you said nothing of the like. There was nothing like that in that scene. Did they? Did we skip that? Is, happened, does that happen off screen? Because that seems pretty important. Like, the vibe I got in this whole scene from Sekai, like, with how I just reenacted that, is Sekai just wants Setsna to stop already. With the meddling in the relationship. That's kind of the vibe I got. Because she's yeah. like very dismissive in this scene. Sakai is looking at her phone. Mm. Uh, looking at the I like you more message she got from Makoto. I think two episodes ago. Yeah, it happened a while ago. Mm. I remember that happening. Like, yeah, she's conflicted. Mm. She's still clinging to that. Nothing new. Yeah. Like, Sekai is a conflicted character with a troubled relationship here. Like, I see how in a better anime I could vibe with her. A lot more. Like, I get her struggle. I can sort of get most of the characters. Yeah. Except for Makoto. Yeah, and that's kind of an issue, because he's our main character. Is he the protagonist? I think we had that discussion before. I think we had the discussion if he's the protagonist or if Sekai is the protagonist. I choose that he is not. Yeah, I mean, I also prefer the anime from the perspective of Sekai is the protagonist, and we just have... Like, it is about... Uh, the three, whatever it was, 
meet in the a three summer. guys the match three guys. Or yeah, it's about the three guys, right? It's not just about Makoto. Two and a half guys. Guys. <laughs> guys, 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 guys. So next is a very short yeah. scene just in Makoto's class. Mm. Uh, Sakai's back in school. And acts like nothing happened. Yeah, hickory beef steak. As curved, she's fine. Yeah. And she's like, yep, everything's cool. She's all smiles. Oh, yeah, she's I know. I noticed in this. I think that's an artifact of the time this anime was made. But well, their mouths are too high. They're like right mm. below the nose. Yeah. I think I think people just used to make anime like this for a while. Not all anime, but like a certain type of anime did definitely look like that. Like that's especially a staple. Type. That's especially a staple though of like more romance-based anime. Yeah, like you have that a lot. These kind of character designs in but romance why? anime. <laughs> are these are these just more kissable faces? Why do American cartoons have bean-shaped faces? It's just something that happens, you know. Do they? I mean, some of them have. Okay. Uh, uh, St- Steven Universe has a bean-shaped face. Yeah, but like uh, the the Steven and who, not, not a lot of other characters. <laughs> in uh, in the. Uh, that cat from Gumball has a bean-shaped face. <laughs> I think this bit is going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> there are bean-shaped faces is all I'm saying. Okay, so th- we have the bean discussion. <laughs> we, have an- oh, we have a new cat now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, episode, we no. have a cat named Bean now. Yeah, we do. We That's probably not relevant to anything. But yeah, uh, it- while we're already on the bean disp- discussion, right? We're talking about beans. Okay, uh, the next scene is at Haramas... Wait. It's at a train station. <laughs> yeah. The next one is at a train station, the name of which I did not recognize. Har- Haramasu is what it's called. Mm. So I went on the wiki to look it up. Oh, you did. I, I, I don't know what happened to fandom, like the website that hosts these, uh, but it's become significantly harder to look up something. Okay. So I went I, I went on the start page of the wiki, and there I saw, I saw a message there, like about recent news. Uh-huh. And it says, from the 14th of May to the 23rd of July 2021, German anime publisher Animoon officially released a German dub version of the anime. Of school days? Yes. A month ago. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why did we get a dub of school days a month ago? I don't know. As well as the Magical Heart Kokoro Chan OVA. The one that we f- saw is on the Blu-ray. Ah... <sighs> A dub? Yes, a German dub. If we... Hey, if we had kept to our release schedule, we'd have never found out about that. (laughs) I guess we're starting over now. (laughs) I mean, I have to look it up, right? Like, I have to compare it from this point onward. (laughs) When we're done, we're going to watch the entire thing through in German. I mean, we do have a bad movie night tomorrow. Yeah, but, but I have the Blu-ray, and I, I I want it to be worth the money I paid for okay. it. It destroyed my computer. <laughs> okay, so, uh, German dub aside, what did you find out about that train station? Uh, nothing. It, it doesn't have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it has no article on the wiki. Perfect. This discussion was absolutely worth it. <laughs> yes. So, um... Kotonoha gets into the train station there. Oh, that's the scene where I wrote down, this is so gross, I hate this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it does It does make sense that this is a station without a name that matters. Mm. Because this isn't the normal train station yes. where she goes in. This is another one. 
I guess where Katona went, as she says herself, specifically went in so that no one would see. Mm. And probably also to make it harder for him to avoid her, I think. Yes, but also, like, I want to explore that idea. Like, I haven't really written down or thought too much about that, but what do you think she means by that? Like, by she doesn't want to be seen by other people in the school. Maybe she means Sakai? But she doesn't enter there, or does she? I mean, okay, I could get that she doesn't want to meet Sakai because, mm. like, the awkward situation okay. of the day before. But she doesn't, like, feel like she's in the wrong in this situation. Okay, okay. for the next episode, I'm gonna have to draw a map of the school day <laughs> subway line. Mm-hmm. So that I know <laughs> who gets in where. So that you can uh, build it in 3D so we can traverse it to uh, relive the experience of school days. <laughs> in, in real time. In real time. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the final episode of our podcast uh here please check out the full-on open world school days game we made in the last few weeks <laughs> that's how the, the podcast is gonna end we're gonna be absolutely insane uh, i think it did say on the start page also that there's a fan project to translate the game into english like the original mm. game that would be nice. It would be nice. Like, yeah. I haven't found a, a, a ROM of it that works so far. I can imagine that the original game is uh, less horrible than the anime. Maybe, but like we'd have to find out, you know. Yeah. From what I've read, it doesn't seem a lot better. We'll do that as a know. let's play, not as a podcast. <laughs> sure, sure we will. I mean, I would. <laughs> I would. I would. <laughs> the rest of the scene, can we just skip? I mean, I'd love to. But We've I talked enough about this scene. I think this scene is relevant. I think this... Okay, like, I, I... Actually, it's not that relevant. There's one thing that's relevant about it. Okay. You do the talking. I'm gonna drink this water. Okay. Uh, don't do a spit take, okay? Uh, uh, don't do a spit take. No! Dr- swallow. Immediately. I see that you're holding the water in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> you know, you're making me laugh. I can't swallow. <laughs> no spit takes a lot. All right. So, Kotonoha joins Makoto on the train. Uh, and, like, uh, she hugs up close to him. Like, she grabs his arm and, like, pulls herself against it. Stop drinking. You're making me nervous. Uh, and... He, the glass is empty. That's what I mentioned previously about, like, him having made his choice here. Because he seems very awkward in this scene. Like... The way he was previously when Kotonoha was asking him, hey, can we drive home or something like that? Like, he was very jovial about it. But now that he is driving home with her, he seems very awkward. He's, like, red. uh, And, like, he doesn't know what to do with himself in this scene. And it takes him a while to think of something to say. I think he he does say something to her. I didn't write down what specifically. But Uh, the important part is that he stares at her tits next. Yeah, and then she talks about her tits. Yeah. And how you can touch her tits. She she feels the need to say, hey, you're gonna be able to touch them soon. Like, specifically trying to, like, I don't know, bribe him yeah, with her like, body. And, like, the idea being, uh, okay, whatever. You're gonna be, you can do whatever the fuck. Mm. Um, but you gotta go to the folk dance with me at the festival. Yeah. This is what she says in this That scene. was mentioned previously, which is like, everybody who's at the folk dance will stay together for the rest of the year or whatever the fuck they said. Yeah. Uh, then he leaves the train at the ending. <sighs> just so... We just get one more tiny scene of Setsna and Sekai at Sekai's house. Uh, who cares? Nothing happens there. And then Makoto just says he sucks. Which yeah, is true. He does. He does. It's good. The thing with that scene, like that's what I mentioned before when I said 
there's this scene where he throws himself on Sekai and she like turns him down. But we know that they had sex before. They had sex a few times. And like when Kotonoha says that to him, like, I'll let you have sex with me, basically, if we go to the folk dance together. He says, yeah, basically. He says, uh-huh, okay. Like, he implies, yes, I'll go to the folk dance with you. But, like... Like, the way we've seen Makoto act so far and how he makes his choices in this relationship thing is, who lets me have the most sex? Like, who lets me do the most sexual stuff with them? Like, what he said in this episode was, it's just easier with Zekai, he can be himself more. Which, you know, is fair enough. But what we've yeah. seen is, it's easier for him to have sex with Sekai than with Kotoha. Yeah, that's the problem is that uh, no one wants Makoto to be himself. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like that is what he means by being himself. I get to fuck them. And like, Kotonoha promising him, I'll let you do that to me if you go to the folk dance with him. Like, he says yeah in that scene. But like, he can have sex with Sekai whenever he wants. And that seems to be the only thing he gives a fuck about. And I don't know if Kotono is aware of that. I, sh I truly hope she isn't at that point. Because that's a horrible thing to think but about. But, like, that's all he is. What, why Why does anyone want to be with Makoto? Beca because he's the main character. Yeah, of but that anime. sucks. I, I know that that sucks. But, like, that's all we're given. That's all we're given about this guy. And Makoto says he sucks. And Good. he does. Yes. We have one last scene for this. Yeah. Um, Half of the episode. So we're now... I think this is the first time we've ever seen Wes Hetsuna lives. I'm not sure if this is the first time, but I think it might be, yeah. Yeah. And she's packed all of her stuff because... Uh, school day. Hetsuna goes to France. Yeah. The sequel everyone wanted. Yeah, she has a brochure lying around for France. Yeah. For, like, the country. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not a brochure. It's a, it's a, it's a guidebook. Ah, it's okay. like a thick book. Okay. Um, and she speaks on the phone in French. Mm. Yeah. Oh, she does? Yeah, she does. Ah, I didn't even notice that she talks in French. She does. And according to the subtitles, uh, she says something about that she's going to stay in an apartment in the 15th district until the final arrangements are decided. Mm. And she's speaking in French. So she is she talking to someone in France? So is she talking about a 15th district in France? Maybe she's talking to her French parents who we've never met. Yeah. You so, know? so what I want to know is, does Paris have districts <laughs> that are numbered? Because uh, the brochure, what with the image on it, uh, it is not clear what it shows, but the architecture on it looks like Paris, at least. So you're saying that like you didn't look that up? Uh, so the 15th district <laughs> of Paris <laughs> is called the Arrondissement. The Vougiran, that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. It's in the southwest of the city, and it's where the other Statue of Liberty is. Oh, the, okay. Yeah, there's one in France. Yeah, the... the um, I mean, France made both, right? Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's it's in one of the National Treasure films, I think. Because mm. what... I don't remember. There's two Statues of Liberty, France made both. One they sent to New York, one they kept. Isn't, isn't there it. another one in Las Vegas? But yeah. everything in Las Vegas is Las fake. Vegas come is just on. building stuff. Like, come on, that doesn't count. So, uh, what does that mean? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's an option. This could be what she's meaning. Okay, like, my, my interpretation of the scene was, it's, like, where she stays right now. Which, again, like, implies, like, does she live on her own? 
Does she have parents? What do her parents do? Do they live with her right now? Is she moving with her parents or is she just like moving across continents on her own as a 14 year old? I mean, who knows? The parent situation in this anime baffles me. We get one more ultra Dutch angle. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of him in this episode. Mm. Uh, and in the end, she, she goes like, okay, Sakai is with Makoto. She will be fine. Mm. Uh, and that's where that's where this half of the episode ends. Mm. Um, and this is weird. Because, like, the, for the first time I asked, like, why does she want Sakai to be with someone at all? Yeah. Because it's revealed here... She moves to France, and I and I guess she wants Sakai to be fine, because mm-hmm. she's probably never going to see her again, and she wants her to be happy, or whatever, but, like, why does this mean she needs to be in a relationship? There's implications about that, because, like, the vibe I get in this scene, specifically, is I'm not going to be her, here for her anymore, so she needs someone else. Which would imply that, like, Sekai doesn't have friends, but she does have friends. She has a whole group of friends she regularly hangs out with. Yeah. Does she not have any very close friends, maybe? Because, like, I'm pretty sure Hickory Beefsteak, like, is a close friend of hers and does show up at her house a few times later on. And <laughs> If you're listening to this episode of Context, <laughs> <laughs> you must be thinking there's just a beefsteak on legs in this show <laughs> that gives advice. One of the girls, all right? Her name is Hikari. Uh, this... But this is a good point. Like, why does she think Sekai needs someone? Like, again, like, I, I hate to constantly bring this back to the game, but I feel like that is the one motivation yeah, she, yeah. she has in a game context, right? Maybe because so she can be a continued force of conflict. Maybe. It's... Like, that. that is her role in the anime, for sure. But, like, why would you want... Like, what I what I also think is interesting about this is... Why does she think, as you said, Sekai needs a person to be with? Needs someone in particular to be with? And I think that might get us a bit further because, like... Sekai uh, is the person who, like... We see the most just lying in her bed not doing anything. We see her staying home from school because she just can't manage to go to school and something like that. That just kind of, that kind of raises the question: Does Sekai have like deeper lying psychological problems? Like to me, that seems like sh- the way she's often portrayed when she's on her own, just basically lying on her bed and not doing anything. Like that's something I see a lot with people who have depression and stuff like that. It's not something the show ever like directly brings up or something like that. But that might be part of the reason why Setsuna thinks that Sekai... Like, Sekai seems kind of coded to be a depressed person. And maybe that's why Setsuna thinks she needs someone to be there for her. Because that's something like, I have depression. And that's something that helps me in this situation a lot. Like, I often need someone to talk me out of it. Maybe that's where this is going in that sense. Uh, I don't think they, like, intentionally made her have depression or anything like that because it's never really brought up but she seems to be portrayed like someone who does just because maybe the image that some of the creators of the show had in their mind of someone like her was maybe someone they knew who had depression or something like that maybe 
It's, it's, it's a better explanation than she's a plot device. I mean, that's be- finding a better explanation than this person is a plot device is what this podcast is about. That's, that's our job that's here, the point. basically. And we're back to it. Uh, we're now at dawn of the final day. Uh, zero hours remain. We're at the school festival next episode. Uh, I've already watched the latter half of this. I mean, I did too, one. like three or four times, but not specifically right now for this episode yeah. yet. Maybe tomorrow. There's, <laughs> there's this horrible tradition of ending every bad movie night, or if possible, with just watching all of school days. Is this usually starts at like two in the morning? Yeah, <laughs> this is the. This, this is for this is for the strong people. Yeah, this is like when a bar starts playing like uh, mismatched bagpipe music to get the last people out of the bar, <laughs> uh, because they won't leave on their own. Like uh, that's us. <laughs> Watching school days at 2 a.m. Like, if you haven't left yet, you're hopefully gone after, like, episode 3. Sounds like one of those clickbait YouTube videos. Don't watch school days at 3 in the morning. I watched school days at 3 a.m. You won't believe what happened. I got a shitty state of mind and slept bad. That's only what happened. We'll we'll meet you back again for that. Um, Boy. We're uh, not making promises. Next episode is gonna be very rough uh because that is not a good part of the show yeah but on the positive side that's the part of the show where in my mind the nothing happens middle of the show ends so at the very least things will happen we hope we meet you again uh we're like i'm gonna fucking push it that we're gonna do it in two weeks yeah like we have a steady release schedule now and I super want to do it. I have another podcast running right now, too. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's called Waypoint. It's an actual play podcast about superheroes. Um, which we also have managed to stick to the two-week release schedule, too. So I'm going to use that as motivation to do that with this show as well. I'm uh, making a map editor for school. <laughs> I, also, I also have things for school going days. on. No! no. <laughs> I'm making a map editor for school days. Perfect. All right, then see you again in two weeks. Yes, in two weeks. It will be in two weeks. And until then, uh, have a fulfilling experience of life. Bye-bye. Bye.